TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah, we talked for weeks about Kyrie Irving's status if the Nets had played Toronto in the postseason. That also applies to other teams. Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Jalen Brown were on the injury report on Monday night. They were not on the injury report. They played on Sunday. Jason Tatum in the past has said that he is vaccinated on the record. When asked about whether all of their team would be available under the current rules in Toronto, the Celtics offered a no comment. Mm. I don't know if they're going to play in the postseason. Mm. We'll see, but just let that be known. Oh, boy. Second hour. Late night, W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. That's Brian Windhorst of ESPN. He's on Get Up talking about, hey, there's talk that some Celtics players are actually unvaccinated and would be unable to play in Toronto and hence, I don't know, call it, you know, Canada Gate, you know, like was Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Al Horford really, really hurt or were they just really, really not allowed into Canada, and hence people would go off. And I'd say this. Remember at the beginning of the season, how many shots did, did the players need? One? Like, you could get, like, one J&J shot, and you were supposed to be good. Then it changed. Now we recommend that you have two. Some places say you've got to show two. Some places even started... Software where you can store that stuff in your phone. I'm like, I hope you don't have a TikTok account too. They'll see everything. Then, third one was introduced. Right? If 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 my memory's wrong, I'm living in the wrong place. At this point, if the goalpost is moving, but you've done what you're supposed to do. What's the issue? What's the issue? But Canada is a different place, different laws, different things apply. I think Winhurst is a bit dangerous with this. Because if there's an alluding to, you're talking about the health of someone. Well, what they're not doing. I mean, I with a story like that, you need to come with a name. Now, someone's alluding to that. To me, that that just could be pillow talk. And I'm not implying anything about Winhurst and his personal life. I'm just using pillow talk as just a metaphor of, of people been putting sexy talk in your ear in the past. And that's made you who you are. Maybe they want to come put some of that sexy talk in your ear 
They'd expect you to run with it. I'm just saying. And of course, the person number one that people have their eyes on since Winhorst has put the story out is Jason Tatum. And here he is from back at Media Day in September regarding his vaccination status. And you have a different perspective on the COVID situation since you had it, and it was kind of impactful for you. The controversy about whether to get vaccinated or not, what's your stance on that in terms of you and your teammates, and and how you move forward with that? My stance? Uh, I mean, you know, everybody, uh, it's, it's your own decision. And I fully understand, you know, the concerns of those who, you know, aren't vaccinated, don't want to. Um, and I understand the people like myself that did. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's your own personal health and, and, and your reasons. And you know, nobody should be judged, you know, one way or the other on, you know, whatever their decision is. He's right. I, my philosophy on that has not changed from what he said in September. Person's personal choice. If there are particular requests, I'll be the first one to tell you. Like, I, <laughs> the history of my people in this country don't exactly jump up to say, yeah, everybody stand in line and get the shot. We watched. You saw what happened. Some things come into place. Some places, if you want to be there, do things. Now look, there's, there's been a 400-year discussion about my freedom. <laughs> Don't get me singing chariot, swing low, sweet chariot. So for me, people questioning what's being put in my body, there's a whole generation of people who sit there and say, okay, there were things being put in our body and we weren't being asked. So to be able to have that choice, I'm going to understand that. Some people just say he got that bad blood. No, they got him in the eugenics program. Well, look, in September, it was a totally different conversation about the amount of shots one should or should not have, or if you recall, you know, there may be a talk that you need a third one. Then some people said, oh, well, do you need the third one? It's just a big ball of confusion. And I'm a bit confused of why Winhurst is dumping into this pool at this time. Here's more on Brian Winhort, Winhort on this whole Canada vaccination entry policy. Wendy made a, a, I'm not sure we call it an observation. Let's, let's call it something to keep in the back of your mind about the Celtics playing shorthanded last night. Yeah, remember, there are, there are more players in the league than just Kyrie Irving who are unvaccinated who would not be eligible to play in Toronto in the postseason. The Celtics had three players last night who, were, who played on Sunday but did not make the trip to Toronto. They were on the injury report. Our Tim Bontemps asked the Celtics, if this, if this was a playoff situation, would all your players be eligible to play in Toronto? And they said, no comment. <laughs> Jason Tatum <laughs> is on the record as, say, as having said he is vaccinated. These are just the things that we know. We don't know the other situation. Mm-hmm. But something to keep so, in mind. Yeah, that's, that's playing a little fast and loose. And I call BS on those people. I, I did it with... When Ian Rappaport was running, well, I'm sorry, when Schefter was running with the story that Tom Brady had retired, yeah, have you seen the redaction yet? I'm just saying. And now Winhort is saying, hey, look, hypothetical, if the Celtics in, in the ra- why why the Celtics? I'll get to that in a second. Why he might be asking specifically 
about the sex about the Celtics and him who might who might be doing the sexy talk into his ear. Uh, here's a statement, uh, Justin. This is from the league, correct? Yes, this is from the league. This is their memo back in December when the uh, when Canada changed their rules on in their stance on the vaccine. Okay, mandates. let me read that to you. I'm glad you said the date. Canada had an exemption for non fully vaccinated athletes, allowing them to play in the country. But Canada's Minister of Public Safety announced the updated mandate on November 19th. So this would be two months after Jason Tatum made the statement saying that he is vaccinated. Quote, any player who is not fully vaccinated and does not have a medical uh, contradiction contradiction to receiving uh, a COVID-19 vaccine will be unable to enter Canada to play games in Toronto, the league said in a memo. The league said 97% of its players are vaccinated, about 15 are not. Of that number, 60% have received a booster, according to a person with knowledge of the situation. The person requested anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly. This was from the USA Today. Not today, but from in November. So, again, as I mentioned earlier, the term fully vaccinated, that goalpost has moved at one point. You could just get the J&J, and you were fully vaccinated at that time when that was put into play. Did Winhort talk to the Players Association about those changes? Did they make everybody get lined up and say, well, you know, the goalpost has changed a little bit, so everybody roll up your sleeve. Now this, who's saying this, is a person who's had two and the booster, Okay. So I'm not one of those people who are kind of like, well, if you don't do what I do, you suck. That's not me. That's not me. And it just smells. There's just something smells so funny and weird about this whole thing of what well, what's happening and why 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 the Celtics? Now let's just say when horse when Hort got this sexy talk in his ear a week ago. Well, if the playoffs ended a week ago, since we're talking about if the playoffs, if the playoff scenario, who was going to play Toronto to potentially get into a play-in game in the playoffs? Anybody got their hands up? Anybody has Brooklyn as a, as a hand raised? Anybody have that? Is there a story? On any with anybody on the Brooklyn team that has anything to do with vaccination, whether they are or not, my mind is slipping me right now. And as a subtext, did any of those players who might have had that controversy ever play for the Celtics? Were they on hand to get their asses handed to them? National television on a Sunday where they didn't get to stomp on Lucky's face? This is what I have a problem with some of these reporters who, you know, man, they found me my wife, my girlfriend, and gave me my life. All of a sudden, of all the teams you're asking about, it's the Celtics. The Celtics? I mean, if the playoffs started today, 
the Celtics wouldn't even see the Raptors at least until possibly a second round. It would be Milwaukee and Toronto. I just looked this up on it's a travel to Canada requirements to qualify as fully vaccinated traveler to Canada. You must have received at least two doses of COVID-19 vaccine accepted for travel, a mix of two accepted vaccines or at least one dose of the J&J vaccine. But that was totally different in September. Remember, the whole idea with the league was we want to get as many players as vaccinated as possible. The NFL went through the same thing. You've got to talk to the Players Association. I, I don't know if you've ever been in a union, but ask a union how they feel about when their bosses move the goalposts and no negotiation. Now, I won't say this particular player's name whose school that they went to in college is in the Final Four this weekend. Had to wait for an entire for for a mayor to allow players who are not vaccinated to play in the city of New York. Literally driving the superstar of that team absolutely crazy, overworking him, about to fall apart. One superstar left. The one that came in, it can't even do layup drills with sneakers on, it seems like. But now suddenly. Once the Celtics become the number one seed in the East and have ascended, this story comes out of the blue. I smell one. I smell one. It's a damn shame. 617-779-7937, the text line 37937. It's KJ Late Night next. We've, we we revisit the Ides of March in the NBA Eastern Conference where I laid out predictions at the beginning of March and where those teams look like right now. That's next, but right now it's time to trend. Crash and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Former Giants safety Jabril Peppers has reached an agreement on a one-year deal with the New England Patriots per Mike Reese and Adam Schefter. Peppers tore his ACL last season but is expected to be ready for the start of training camp. The deal is said to be worth up to $5 million. The Sox fell to the Pirates 6-2 today. They will now host the Braves tomorrow at 105 with Tanner Houck expected to get the start. You can hear the call of Will Fleming and Rob Bradford on the Sheldon Star Market. WEI Red Sox Network on 850 AM. Also, be sure to check out at Sox Booth on Twitter and at EI Sox Booth on Instagram for some content straight from the booth, some good stuff in there. The Bruins fell the Maple Leafs 6-4 at the TD Garden tonight. That one was not pretty at all. The Bruins will now host the Devils on Thursday night. NFL owners passed the overtime proposal allowing for both teams to have a position possession in overtime. This is for playoffs only. That was a proposal made by the Colts and Eagles. And we are, we are one week away from the Masters, and Tiger Woods was at Augusta National Golf Club today to play a practice round and gauge whether he is fit to compete in the Masters next wow. week. 
would be a pretty cool story. I would I, love to see I, Tiger I, play I stub again. my toe. I change the shoes I wear for like the rest of my life. That's amazing. <laughs> what, well, what a comeback story that would be. And the Celtics, speaking of comeback stories, the Celtics are off until tomorrow night when they host the Heat. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are listed as probable. And Al Horford has been taking off the injury report. Maybe further proving KJ's theory. I don't know. Tip-off for that one is set for 7.30. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com or Late Night with KJ coming up next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. WEEI Late Night. On Boston Sports Original. WEEI. When it comes to their chances... Like I've, I've been pretty honest with you guys. Like I'm not sure that we could beat the Bucks without. I'm not sure we could beat the Bucks. Everybody healthy because of their physicality. But you just draw a line on those teams that are physical. You got the Bucks. You got Brooklyn if healthy. Brooklyn is tough and they're physical. And the Philadelphia 76ers. Outside of that, like I think we could beat all those teams if Robert Williams doesn't play. But if you're talking about having championship hopes, that's tough. Yeah, man. About that time for some dead. KJ, late night, W-E-E-I, second hour. Thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, get your votes in for Wrestle Madness because in about 20 minutes, we're going to determine the winner for best microphone promo skills, the one seed, The Rock, versus the four seed, Daniel Bryan. The winner goes up in in an incredible, maybe the most entertaining 2-3 matchup. And again, we said all the number twos have lost so far in Wrestle Madness. So 3-7-93-7. Um, who do you have between The Rock and Daniel Bryan? Just text it in again in 20 minutes. We'll let you know who the winner is. That's Scal talking about, look, without Robert Williams, things are going to get dicey, and the teams that are, let's just call it what it is, the, the, the East has been the most competitive in in years from top to bottom. You know, if you told me that Team 8 is it, are the Nets, you'd be like, what happened? Well, that's where it is. Now, some teams are falling, and some teams have been able to maintain. We'll get into the Ides of March here in about five minutes, and that explain everything. It's done in a Shakespearean tone. Are you familiar with the term, beware the Ides of March, Justin? Uh, I'm sure I read that somewhere in a book in high school, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. 
What a C student answer that was. Yes. Yeah, from, that sounds nailed it. C student yes. right there. Sometimes a little bit lower. I hope my mother fell asleep already. Cause... Oh, well, I hope she hasn't. You know, I, think I would hope she would enjoy the show. But look, sometimes I've always said just because you sit in the second, third of the back of the classroom doesn't mean that you can't observe the, all those papers in front of you. You've got to figure out how to get some good answers, all right? Like, who do you, whose paper do you look on sitting in the front row? I had my ways. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna expose myself. But I had my ways. That's for sure. Yes, Shakespearean at its best here in Ides of March. Uh, it's a predictor of like be, beware because I said this month would be crazy and look look what absolutely happened. But the injury to Rob Williams and uh, last night I was talking. Yeah, I was looking. I looked through the American Journal of uh, of Medicine. And just talking about like what a meniscus tear is and if it's surgery or do you shave it. If you shave it uh, without having to go in and fully repair, that's a quicker return. Uh, but the Celtics haven't said whether it's going to be a shaving or an actual surgical removal of. And that's where Winhurst is right. So it's like, okay, you did research on that. Um, I, I would be cautious of saying, oh, Time Lord's back in four weeks. Ah, slow up. Let's see what the Celtics say where he is in three weeks, and you may have to be ready to hear that he will not be available for the rest of the season. I'm not saying that to be pessimistic. It's just the way that injury goes and the way surgery is. I mentioned a couple people, like James Wiseman is recovering from that. Um, That's what Zion Williams has, Zion Williamson with the Pelicans. But in fairness, Zion Williamson is nearly 300 pounds and you know, pretty much ran out of his shoes in college. That's a weight thing. That's not the situation with Time Lord. Also was apparently sleeping through meetings, so I don't know if he necessarily wants to be back as badly as Time Lord, we would assume, would want to be. Oh, Zion Williamson? Well, yeah, my, my whole take on that is some, he's like the first YouTube star that's in the NBA where you knew about him as a seventh grader. It was all on YouTube, his games. He's dunking all over people and everything. It's just like, what's left when you have to like do the craft as your job? Like, are you... Are you really are you really willing to put in the work? Really? You know. That's why you probably have friends like 3 years ago. Oh my gosh, we're going to do a podcast and we bought a $400 mic and they did 3 episodes. Guilty as charged. <laughs> you would are you ready to put in the work? This <laughs> work. Time Lord has done that. I Zion Williamson, I think he's just kind of like looking for a better cool place to hang out and I would say like, well, Hey, baby, New Orleans is a great place. I mean, any place that has a place called Fat Tuesday and you're 285 trying to parade as a, as a, as a small forward. Brother, you're not a small forward. It's medium forward. Maybe not a small forward. Where did this show goes off the rails, man? I'll tell you. Are there rails with this show, really? Is it? As long as it's not a monorail, then we have a chance to survive. But the Celtics... I mean, they're at a crossroads, and, and trust me, they've already been there. I, I, salute to the guys' effort last night in Toronto. You, you, you talk about literally a skeleton crew. I mean, James Naismith played more minutes last night than I think probably all year. And, and you just have to wonder, you know, with that engine, how do you replace that engine of Rob Williams? That, you know, hey, he wasn't scoring 20, but the 10 was 10 that the defense couldn't stop. He's getting 10 rebounds. That means he's taken away 20 points at least off of the board. He's got two block shots. That's four points that didn't go in a hole. All these different things adding up. 
He wasn't. It's just going to be tough. So let's go ahead and look at the Ides of March and how things shook out with my predictions and where they actually stood. <clears throat> In Shakespearean theater, beware of the Ides of March is about getting stabbed in the back by Brutus, says Julius Caesar. So always be careful if you're on top because by the end of the Ides of March, you could be in April sitting at the bottom looking at at everybody in the East. But Miami hung in there. I thought they would go nine and six for the for the month. They struggled. They were in the lead when March began. They've gone seven and seven, and tonight they're in first place. They haven't felt the full brunt of Brutus's knife, but let me tell you, it's been painful for them. They lost to the Bucks. They beat the Nets. They beat the Sixers. They beat the Rockets. They were on a roll. Then they lost to the Suns. What some people thought was a preview. Beat the Cavs. Lost to the T-Wolves. Beat the Pistons. Beat the Thunder. They're beating the people they're supposed to beat. But then a loss to the 76ers and the Warriors and the Knicks and the Nets. And finally getting a wing against the Kings. They played the Celtics on Wednesday. The Heat. Beware the Ides of March. You like how this goes, Justin? I, I feel like I feel like I'm going it's, through like English class again. Th- there you go. We're now at the front of the class. We're willing to put in the work. Except this time I'm interested because it's sports. There you, there go. you go. We're Philadelphia 76ers at the beginning of March. We're two and a half down and now are in second. And they did it by beating the Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers and lost to the Heat. And we laughed about it. Beat the Bulls who have been slipping and beat the Nets who are just tripping. Beat the Magic in overtime and people were like, What? Lost to Denver. You're figuring, is this James Harden thing working out? But then they went to Cleveland, beat them, beat the Mavs, lost to the Raptors, beat the Heat, beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers three in a row, but lost to the Suns and to the Bucks tonight. It's been pretty tough. I predicted Philly would go 13-3 and in the month of March. Beware of James Harden taking too many shots. Philly, 9-6 and in the month of March. But watch out for Milwaukee because, after all, they are the reigning Julius Caesar. Where I predicted their march would be 9-5. and five. They were four games going in. They beat the Heat. They beat the Bulls. They beat the Suns. They beat the Thunder. They beat the Hawks. And they lost to the Warriors but picked them back up against the Jags and the Kings. And wow. After a loss to the Timberwolves, they went two straight to the Bulls. And to the Wizards, lost to the Grizzlies, which everybody's doing. And beat the 76ers tonight. A team that I thought was going to be somewhat in trouble actually has gone 10-3 and so far this month. And that's why Milwaukee has survived the Ides of March. Which lead us now to the Boston Celtics. Where they beat the Hawks. They beat the Grizzlies. They beat the Nets. They beat the Hornets. They beat the Pistons, got revenge, lost to the Mavericks, beat the Warriors, the Kings, the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Jazz, the T-Wolves, and then they went to Toronto, and there's a controversy. But guess what? Coming into March, they were five games out. I predicted they would go 11-3, and and the Celtics have gone 11-2. and A2, KJ? But Chicago, oh boy, they felt the brunt of Brutus's knife. I thought they'd go 10 and 5. They were only one down when March started. Lost to the Hawks and to the Bucks and to the Sixers 
They beat the Pistons and the Cavs, and then they lost to the Kings, the Jazz, the Suns, and then they beat the Raptors at home. And then lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Pelicans. They beat the Cavs. They lost to the Knicks. Did they lose to Washington tonight? I don't know. But four and nine through today, Chicago has severely fallen in the Eastern Conference. Toronto, who now sits behind them, came into the month seven games back of the lead, and I predicted they would go seven and nine for the month of March. But they started the month by beating Brooklyn, and who doesn't do that? And after all, that game was at home. But then they lost to the Pistons and the Magic. Who does that? And then to the Cavs. Oh, gosh, they were losing three in a row. This is the team that I thought they would be. But then they beat the Spurs, the Suns, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Clippers. This team was on a roll. And then you lose to the Lakers? Who does that these days? But they turn it around, beat the Sixers, lost to the Bulls, and then pulled off three in a row against Cleveland, Indy, and they beat the Celtics last night. They've got Minnesota tomorrow, and what do you know? Through today, Toronto's going 10-5 and five for the month. Impressive. Ah, uh, they say things stink on that river and on that, that lake in Cleveland, and boy, it's been a bad march for them. It started with them three and a half down from the Eastern Conference lead, and I thought, hey, they would continue. They go 12-4. and four. But, oh, boy, it got ugly. Lost to the Hornets. Lost to the Sixers. Beat the Raptors. They beat the Pacers. Lost to the Heat. Lost to the Bulls. Are they really a playoff team? Beat the Clippers. Lost to the Sixers. Beat the Nuggets. Okay. Beat the Pistons. You're supposed to. Lost to the Lakers, the Raptors, the Bulls, and beat the Magic. Tomorrow, they've got the Mavs and then the Hawks on Thursday. Six and eight so far in March. And finally, the eight seed, Brooklyn, came into March eight games back. I predicted they would go eight and seven for the month of March, and they started off with that loss in Toronto because it was in Canada. They lost to the Heat. <laughs> Remember that Celtics game? They won at the Hornets, beat the Sixers, beat the Knicks, beat the Magic. Oh, boy, things are kind of turning around, but they lost to the Mavericks and then beat Portland. And beat the Jazz. That's impressive. They lost to the Grizzlies. That's going to happen. But then Mayor Adams, please, can you get my team back together? They beat the Heat, but lost to the Hornets in an incredible game, which Isaiah Thomas showed Mr. Fourth Quarter again. Thanks for the like. Brooklyn, this season, with one game left in this month, against Milwaukee Thursday, have gone 8-6. and six. And those are the Ides of March at 2 to pen and scene. <sighs> see that you can actually like school. See, this is the thing. You know, you hear kids say, like, what am I gonna do with Shakespeare? Like in my in my career. I just did something with it. Actually, I played Shakespeare. Tis a Montague or Capulet. Brooklyn, with all these things that they try, I mean, literally, they've had government officials move on their behalf, and they're in eighth. Cleveland just, oof, what a horrible fall they've had. Chicago as well. Milwaukee is just kind of like that that team that you try and punch down, and they just keep. It's like it's like the uh, the, the video thriller, like they just keep coming out of the dirt, man. We can't get rid of them, and I'm actually impressed that Miami is kind of. 
it kind of saved a, a ship that was sinking because it looked bad just two or three days ago. But my I, the Celtics, I nailed that. I nailed that. All right, 617-779-7937. Let's go to Jack and Beckett Mass on on the Celtics missing Robert Williams. Go ahead, man. Thanks for thanks for going through that Shakespearean prose for a second. I, I try to do my art here. You know, it's like who stops Bob Vila when he's painting, right? No, it's great. I love your show. Thank you know, you. I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the intangibles uh, of uh, Rob Williams. You know, first of all, this guy has just, uh, you know, I love his attitude and the way he has developed, I got to tell you. I mean, from where he was, you know, a couple of years ago to where yeah. he is now, it's just night and day. <laughs> you know, um, I, what, what so I really enjoy, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, so the intangibles, you know what I was going to say is you were talking about some of his numbers, you know, 10 and 10 and a couple of uh, block shots, but it's not obviously just that, right? I mean, it's, you know, points in transition, uh, how quickly he gets the ball out, right? Um, the Celtics are able to pay, play very aggressive defense on the perimeter, knowing that if they get beat, um, he, they got him there as a security blanket. And also, you know, teams just don't go at him because they know that uh, if they do, they're likely to get their shot blocked. So what they do is they tend to shoot more from the outside and take more lower percentage shots. Yeah, so I, I think there's really a lot going on there um, when he's on the floor and the impact that he has on the game. I mean, I know that Tatum is doing awesome, right, and Brown is starting to come into his own also. But um, the impact that I see Williams have without him, I kind of feel like he's the center cog that makes everything go. Yeah, so I, I totally – Yeah, game. you got it. Thank you so much for the call anytime. I That's my whole point about Robert Williams is – it isn't about filling the stat sheets. It's about filling the emotions of that team. Like a couple, a buddy of mine, he played a D1 ball at Colorado State. And uh, we were having a conversation a couple days ago. And uh, he asked me, who did I think was the MVP of the Celtics? Was it Tatum or Brown? Because we the conversation was about Tatum, like, you know, who are the top five players in the league? And I couldn't put Jason at the very top because he's got – probably the most capable wingman in in Jalen Brown, right? And so uh, I would say, look, no, Robert Williams is actually what makes that team go. That's where that team goes. And, and especially now when you're thinking about, I'm a big fan of like, look, you've got to beat who the the champion is, and that's the Bucks. I don't think there's anybody better built and designed to stop Giannis from the free throw line down to the paint than Robert Williams. Especially because Giannis is not, we're not talking about, you know, the the dream shake in the post, you know, faking out a young Shaq. No, we're talking about a guy who's pretty much going to put on bullhorns and he's going to run down the lane, spin one way, and try and get the foul. Robert Williams and, and the body control that this guy has shown over just the last season is just to be able to, to because a lot of times when young guys, you get them up in the air, you know, they, they flail with their arms. You know, their vertical isn't really good. But what is really good is, is he keeps his vertical and still can get that offhand to a blocked shot or a deflection out of bounds or something. Just just to not make the play easy is really he's, – he's been the engine, right? Engines get dirty. You, they, you, you don't see them. You know, they're covered by a hood. 
Um, but even just the, the the rolls to the basket, I mean, I mean, Rob Williams is shooting seventy four percent from the field, and has never taken a three. <laughs> they don't it, 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 that you kind of you love seeing something like that. A guy who's not trying to just because he's not you know because he's six nine he should be you know taking threes. No, I this is what breads my this is what butters my bread right here. Impressive. I mean, look at it. Just, just offensive rebound, right? Not even one his first year. Okay. 1.4 the second year. 2.6. 3.9 this year. Three Four offensive rebounds a game? That's insane. Rebounds total 2.5 to 4.4 to 6.9 to 9.6. That's an engine for you right there. Even the blocks, as much as they seem to stick out as much as they do, they're kind of on par with his growth from last year. Yeah, Robert Williams, man, I, I I, really hope that it's just kind of a shaving that they have to do on the knee, on this meniscus, and get him back. You, you would definitely want him back for first round for sure. If, if, if it's just a scraping of the knee, then you know Robert Williams could be probably be back in five, six weeks. And that'll put it in either towards the end of the first round, maybe beginning of the second round, maybe one or two games into the second round. Playoffs start April 16th. That's gonna be that's gonna be a crazy weekend. That's also opening weekend for the Sox, man. Wow. Marathon weekend, NBA playoffs start. <sighs> yeah, it'd be great if he could, if he can get back in that soon. But I just don't I just don't want to put the hopes up and be a little bit realistic that this isn't just something that, you know two weeks and you're back out there. It's going to take at least a few weeks just to get the answer if it's going to take longer. All right, next, we delve into tonight's winner of March Madness plus uh, something that was said on the Greg Hill show today. It was kind of like, huh? That's next on Late Night here on WEEI. WEEI Late Night. On WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. When we look at Raphael Devers, tremendous hitter, struggles a little bit at third base, is there any chance that maybe they move Trevor Story to third base and put Devers at second? And is it easier to play second base versus third base? Because I know you played third base um, at, at some point in time in your career. No, I, I think that would be a very bad move to, to move Rafi to second base. He's played there his whole career. Listen, when you when you evaluate Rafi, I mean, the, the thing about the defense is this. Third basemen are always going to make the most errors. Bottom line. Yeah, that, you just have to accept that. You have to embrace it. It's called the hot corner for a reason. you got to field it cleanly. And, and there's only a few out there that are just amazing every single day and don't make a lot of errors. But uh, Rafi's, Rafi's growing. He's getting better. I think he's going to be fine there. But it, the key is Trevor Story. You don't want to move Trevor Story to third base. The final break of Late Night with WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for being here. That was Wiggy. Well, turn the music up because it explains everything because brother was flying like an eagle on that question. Like, So I can see the Doritos, the Cool Ranch being chewed out. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Pass those Funyuns. So can we put Devers at second and Story at third and Xander in the outfield and, and maybe we can have Chris Sale hit fourth? I, I shouldn't say that about coworkers. 
Well, Wiggy, what was we smoking on that one, Scoops? <laughs> Greg Hill Show, 6 to 10, weekdays here on WEEI. It, it, it's, it's, it's outlandish sometimes, but yes, I do that to let you know that the Red Sox will be on the WEEI Red Sox Radio Network tomorrow versus the, uh, versus the Braves on 8.50 a.m., 105 pitch time. We get your Red Sox covered. And I like the short, I kind of like the short in spring training. Get it, get her done. <laughs> Reduce these whole split squad things. Why, why are they still here? Like, kind of treat it a little bit like American Idol, <laughs> bro. That's what the that's what the that's what the uh, the minor league club is for. Go work it out over there. We need the guys that are going to be up on the team all the time to get the at bats. They need all the swings. But you know, it's a time to go hang out and you know, all these different customs and stuff like that. I get it. I think the story edition is going to be very, I, I think it's going to make the Red Sox make the Yankees the third talk in the AL East. I really believe that. I believe the conversation is really going to be Red Sox, Toronto. <laughs> then Windhorst probably starts covering baseball. Someone told me something about Red Sox players going to Toronto. All right, in two minutes, we'll get to Wrestle Madness and the final winner. So we'll give you what we'll give you 60 more seconds to get your final text in of who you have in tonight's battle between The Rock and Daniel Bryan for the best microphone skills. Uh Justin, uh, first, thank you again for all your hard work today. It's it sometimes it gets maddening off the air and in terms of getting stuff done just to prepare. Like we literally kind of go through like 10 different dresses just to figure out what we're going to wear to dinner. But what the show be the dinner, am I lying? Right? Controlled like, chaos is what it it's is, It's controlled right? chaos, right? there. It may sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. I know it. I just pretend like I don't know it, right? It's, no, it's not acting. But, but yeah, it's, you know, it's a real treat working with you, man. And uh, as much as I like you, I still want Villanova to lose. <laughs> I can't I have it. Cannot have it. I mean, 180 bucks to go out to. Well, you know, that's, that's some people's like, KJ, that's a nothing burger, you know. But, you know, if you're hitting the suburban places, you're not doing the seaport or North End or, you know, you know, hitting spots in the back bay, you know, you can make that money stretch a little bit. I'll be right at Chili's and Braintree. There you go. <laughs> My favorite be, spot. Careful. be careful. Hey, Mike, you didn't hear that. Um, couple movies I'm checking out, man, that I uh, that are on Netflix. Uh, Top Boy 2, season two is back. I don't know if you're into like British crime dramas, like street level now. Just me. No, I've I've been kind of ridiculed before for not being much of a movie guy, but it can't be any worse than Barrett, who's not a music guy. It's like, were you not saying lullabies? Yeah. Well, um, okay, you do need to check up Bad Vegan because that's a chick who was born and raised in Newton, who ends up like scamming her workers out of like two million dollars through her boyfriend, who I think is like from Canton. I can't remember where he was, but he's from Massachusetts. So has a great Massachusetts tie, and they stink up New York. Bad vegan. It's worth watching. And this is a Netflix show? This is on Netflix, yes. You need my password, or you're good? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I, got, I, got, I got the Netflix. Uh, uh, Power Book 4, Force, where Tommy Egan now has his own operations going on in Chicago. At first, I was like, eh, but this story's good because I like to see how alliances build. That's on Stars. It's part of the Power series. I, 50 has done an incredible job with that. The Secrets of Playboy on A&E. Woo! 
That's some tough going in that one right there. Oh, my God. So, of course, if you do or do not know that, you know, Hugh Hefner is dead. And since he's died, the floodgates, and I don't mean to say that, like, almost literally have come out. Where stories involving some people that you had ideas of and it's just exacerbated stories about them. The Secrets of Playboy on A&E. I... I tweet it, and I, when I tweet, you know, I, I'm one of those type of people that's more like what I see than versus like what I think. I care less what I think and put it out there on Twitter. But I was watching it, I was just like, episode eight of A&E Secrets of Playboy had me like, <gasps> and then the executive producer started following me and, and liked my comment in this social media world. So someone to send my television script to. All right, the votes are tallied, and tonight's winner of Wrestle Madness, hit it! If you smell, oh, yeah. is it's cooking. cooking. Or maybe The Rock is going to face Rikishi. Beat Rikishi. I did it for The Rock. I did it for the people. I did it. I did, uh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. And God <laughs> himself spoke to you and said this. Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> Getting inside the classroom. Teacher up on the blackboard. Okay, class. What is two plus two? Do you know, Booker? Okay, I know the answer to that. Two plus two? Thomas Jefferson, sucker. Toronto, that is the jabroni beaten. Now, pie trailblazing, eyebrow raising. Stronger than a bear, faster than a buck. The biggest thing to hit Canada because the maple leaves suck. Yeah! Despite tonight, <laughs> The Rock says Daniel Bryan get it the smackdown. And so The Rock, the number one seed in his own bracket, has a 2-3 matchup waiting for him the next time I'm here, which would be next Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember. We'll then set our Elite Eight, if you will. You can't say Final Four, but you can say Elite Eight. Exclusively, I'm sorry, where all the number one seeds have survived. Ric Flair, Scott Hall waiting for their match. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels waiting for their match. CM Punk and John Cena waiting for their match. The Rock, who will he match up as we get closer to find out who's had the best microphone promo skills in the world on Wrestle Madness 2022 here on WEEI. Follow on Twitter at WEEI, at KJ Carson, at Justin and Turpin. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Have a good one. And please, oh yeah. The Greg Hill Show. I just tuned into a sports show and they're talking about tampoos. What is plan C? I don't even want to hear it. Plan B is Daniel Tice. That's what they should be talking about. I don't know if he's going to be able to protect the room. Did you miss something? Listen to the podcast presented by City of Boston Credit Union. Uniquely Boston on the Odyssey app or at WEEI.com. The Greg Hill Show, morning 6 to 10 on New England Sports Original. WEEI. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 